Hello everyone, welcome to Cooking with Positivity. I am your host, Zykeia McCoy. Here at Cooking with Positivity, we like to focus on positivity leading to success, whether that be in your business, in your love life, or in your everyday decision making. I'm going to go ahead and kick us off with our positivity poem for the month. Be open to the fresh start and the space to create and build remarkable things in a positive space. Grab hold of your path of unlimited possibilities and phenomenal outcomes. Be the positive thought, creation, and energy you want, need, and would like to see. It is Wednesday, so you know what that means. We're going to be joined by our lovely co-host and CWP family member, Lisa Deshawn, when we come back. We here at Cooking with Positivity are huge on causes that help build up the community and the people in it. We have partnered with Lashbinder, a brand created by celebrity makeup artist Cassandra McClure, who has created the world's quickest, easiest, and safest tool to apply strip lashes so easily a five-year-old can do it. With every tool sold, a patient who has lost their lashes due to chemotherapy will receive a free lash binder with the buy one, give one campaign. So stop by lashbinder.com and use the code Cooking with Positivity to receive $5 off and give the gift of beauty to a brave survivor today. Ladies, we never need a reason to fabify ourselves, but we do need the tools to do the job. A few extras here and there never hurt anyone. With lush mink lashes like angel wings and bundles and wigs worthy enough to grace every crown, blessed her hair has just the tools you need to get the job done. Stop by blessedherhair.com and grab the tools to finish fabifying your look today. Welcome to Wakana, the crown jewel of CBD, providing you with relief from crown to toe with a vast array of products from power gummies, water solubles, body cream, and even lube. Or maybe you want to be educated in the world of CBD. You can enroll in Wakana University and become a Wakanapreneur in no time. Don't wait. Hop on over to id.wakana.com and become submerged in a life of CBD today. Hello. Hello. How are you? I am fantastic. How are you? Great. Great. How is this hump day treating you? I know it's a long one. Hey, it's not too bad. All right. We just going to get right up into this because, um, Mm -hmm. you know, on Tuesday we talk about uh, TV shows that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I like to switch it up on Wednesdays, talk about some movies that's coming out and what's going on in the movie world. 
And I just found out that Tyler Perry has a new movie coming out on Netflix called Fall From Grace. And it's coming out on January 17th. So if you don't have a Netflix subscription, borrow somebody's, do a screening party, whatever. Because this movie is going to be so good. It has Felicia Rashad in it, Brisha Webb, Crystal Fox. Makai Brooks, Cicely Tyson. Wow. It, yeah, this movie. And it's on Netflix. So you don't even have to get dressed up and go out. You can Netflix and chill, as they say. Hmm. Okay. And I, I definitely will be watching. Now, uh, the movie is about this woman. She's not old, but she's older. And she hasn't dated for a while. She's been, you know, holding herself. Mm-hmm. You know, not letting herself be vulnerable in that state. And then she finally meets a man. This man enters her life. And things just start going left, girl. Mm. Like, they get married. Everything seems fantastic. And then everything starts going downhill. And she confesses to murdering him. Oh, my goodness. So make sure you guys check it out. I will be watching. It's a Friday night. Friday night is movie night for my household. So I definitely will be watching. And, you know, I love some Tyler Perry. He does, mm-hmm. he does his thing when it comes to movies. Yeah, he does. He really does. Um, man, I'm watching... Um, my daughter put me on to uh, the Oval. Okay. Uh, yeah, Kim and I talked about that on Tuesday. Now, man, it's it's okay. So for me, there was a little too much going on right in the beginning. Right, oh. I couldn't I couldn't keep up with. But she said that's what drew her in. For me, it reminded me of like. Scandal meets the have and the have nots. And I stopped watching. That, that's, that's what it reminded me of. And I stopped watching the have and the have nots a long time ago. My mom still watches. You me know. too. My mom's still watching it too, but I, I'm too far behind. <laughs> and that, and that's, that's how I felt. And then I was like, it's too much to keep up with. Man, it's crazy. So I was like, I can't, I can't, Mm -hmm. I can't really get into it. And especially when it's so many different characters and so many different (laughs) storylines. Like I said, I love me some Tyler Perry. So I was trying my hardest to sit there and get into it. But if you, if you are into suspense, thriller, like the whole soap opera setup, definitely check out the overall. Because Tyler Perry is still phenomenal. I got into Sisters, though. I I watched that whole episode, too, uh, when I was on vacation. I I watched the whole season. You know, I got stuck stuck in. Okay, I love the dynamic because they're sisters, but not sisters. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. how many times in our lives, in our adulthood, have we created these relationships, friendships, etc.? 
and they become like family. They become a sisterhood, a bond. Absolutely. And you go through life's journeys with them. Absolutely. I got, I had two of those, I, I, you know, and I, man, it was, man, it was crazy growing up. Even in our adulthood, you know, before they moved to other states, uh, it was, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Now we've been through some things together. <laughs> and see that that's, that's what drew me in. Yeah. Because I, I love camaraderie, especially amongst mm-hmm. women. I right. feel like it's not enough of that in this mm-hmm. world. What's that one name that work at the airport though? I don't like her. Oh, oh, are you talking about, are you talking about the, 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 the hood friend? We all need one of the worst at the airport. Yeah. We all need a hood friend. I don't like her. Oh no. Okay. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be real. I'm going to be real. I was like that in the beginning. I was like, I don't see how they fit as friends. But, you know, well, as I mean, the season went on, I get it. Yeah, I just don't like, I just don't like her character. I don't like, she, she is just, she's a mess. Now, <laughs> see, I, I, I don't want no friend like that. Oh, man. I don't. She got the boy, she got the boyfriend all up in the house and whatnot. The girl don't even know. Does she even know? She found out. And see, oh, no, and then at the end, let me see. It was one, I don't think it came, I think it's going to come up the next season or the next episode. It's going to come up soon. When she tells the girl that she didn't screw the boy. Well, <laughs> that's awful cool for you. Listen, what, what kind of friend is that? <laughs> it's going to go, go, go sleep with your man. No, uh-uh, I don't, uh-uh. Well, see, I'm on the same wavelength issue when it comes to that. Growing up, I would hang around certain females, mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with, you know, being honest with your friend and letting them know, hey, I like this one, that one, but when it comes to the conversation of, okay, you know I'm talking to this guy, and mm-hmm. I get that call, hey, I like him, I got feelings for him. But you're not even supposed to be thinking about him because I already told you. Right. I like this guy. So that means all bets are off. This this is my dude. You go the other way. Mm-hmm. And I had one friend growing up who I got these calls from consistently. And I said to myself, if we're going to remain friends, this can't keep going yeah. on <laughs> because I'm not that type of friend. And I expect, if not the same level, at least close to the same level of friend that I am to you, mm-hmm. to be returned. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of it's kind of like, you know, what, what are you willing to accept or sacrifice for this friendship? But we ain't going to talk about it no more because I don't want to give out too many spoiler alerts. Right. But right. I, yeah. I hope everybody will um, watch uh, Fall From Grace is on Netflix. Right. 
And if you do not have a Netflix account, like I said, because the trailer looks so good, you need mm-hmm. to get one. You need to use your free trial right now. You need to ask your <laughs> friend. You need to yeah. get booed up and Netflix and chill, do whatever <laughs> you need mm-hmm. to do, because this is going to be a good movie. I can already see yeah. it. Yeah, you know, I can't think of any any movies that he has made that was, you know. It, was, see, it put me in the mindset of the um, the one he did with Taraji P. Henson. Um, um, I can do that all by myself? No, 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 no. Not, not that um, one. I forgot they worked okay. together before. The one where, okay, she looked crazy in the um, trailer. Let me just say that. She looked real crazy. Okay. Oh, mm. oh my God. It's right here on that tip of my tongue. I, I'm going a, I'm to a figure this out. While oh, 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 oh. A Family That Prays. Mm-mm. No. Dang, no, I, no, forgot, no, I forgot she was in. Okay. They worked together a couple of times. Okay. Man. Yeah. That was a good movie there. Yeah, no. Uh, Sanaa Lathan was the, the crazy one in that one. Yeah. That. Oh, yeah. That was a good. That was a good one. Like I said, I can't. I can't think of not one film that he has done that that, that wasn't good. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, but it put me in that acrimony. That's what it was. Acrimony. Oh yeah, that was man. That was crazy. And see, it put the the trailer kind of put me in the mindset. If you read like what the movie is about, if you read the movie synopsis, yeah. it'll put you in that mind state of okay, this chick might be crazy. Yeah. She's killing her husband, etc. Might be. Yeah. Crazy but but it has so many, that's why I said if you, have, if you have not seen the trailer, and if you ain't got Netflix, you better find it, find a way to watch it. Come on, on the right. 17th, and I'm hyped. I'm, I'm going to be tuned in. Yeah, I'm gonna be tuned in because I'm ready. Yeah, and and you said it comes on Friday. Yeah, Friday the seventeenth. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh I, yeah. I might catch it. If I don't catch it, then I catch it over the weekend. Mm. And see, one of the things that I love about Netflix is that you can watch it whenever. It's not no big demand of oh. You gotta go watch this now, unless you got those folks around you that like to talk about stuff and ruin it for you. So <laughs> you gotta hurry up yeah. and watch it before they ruin it for you. But right, I've watched some great things on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And you know they have, and they have their competitors now. They have a uh, Disney Plus. Which I don't honestly don't believe that they're competitors because right. Disney Plus doesn't even have all of it. Okay, so Disney Plus has like all of the old school Disney movies and and all of the Marvel things. Okay, that came under that came under Disney, but what they don't have is like certain Disney up to date Disney movies. Because, you know, Disney has a vast array of, you know, movies and shows and things like that. But they don't have 
everything Disney at. And they're just starting out. I get it. But if you want to come out and say you're competing with Netflix, who's been doing it for a long time, listen, I, I expected some, some other stuff. And when I searched up certain things and titles didn't come up, I was like, no, not yet. They're not there yet. They can get there for sure. I don't doubt that. But they're not there yet. So <laughs> it's one of those things. And I, I was like, I was a Nickelodeon kid growing up. Right. So a majority of the things I watched were on Nickelodeon. Except for, like, yeah. the Beauty and the Beast. And, you know, they've redone Beauty and the Beast so many times. They done had a TV show. All kinds of, you know, different Beauty and the Beast. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to tell you what Disney did get right. They got, uh, they did the new Beauty and the Beast. They got that right. And they got Aladdin right. I was okay. concerned when they did the real life version of Aladdin. Right? Because mm -hmm. I'm so used to the cartoon. I fell in love with all the music. I fell in love with the actual animated characters. So to take that and bring that to the real world, a lot of stuff could have gone wrong. But they did it very well. Will Smith did, he paid homage to his friend who played Gina. Yes. And I, I, they did a really good job. And my kids loved it because they, they were, we were able to connect the dots because I thought they were going to do so many original songs and things that I wasn't going to be able to, you know, sing along. But they did it seamlessly. Now, I love the, um, Lion King soundtrack, but I still haven't seen the new Lion King. Mm -hmm. And but what I've heard is no, it's a no go. Mm -hmm. Have you have you seen the new Lion King? No. All right, man. Well, if any of our listeners have seen the new Lion King, you listening to this, hit us up and let us know your thoughts. Because I definitely would love to know. And I think I think my hesitancy to watch it now is because of the mixed reviews I've got. Yeah. Like, I want to watch it, but I don't feel the need to watch it. Because of all the, like, different views yeah. I've gotten. Right. If that makes sense. Like, I don't, I don't know if I said that right, but... <laughs> In my mind, it sounded right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. But um, one of the things that was uh, talked about, too, was the uh, Oscar snub that Beyonce got. Because she didn't get um, any Oscar nods for, um, for original songs created for The Lion King or anything. Mm-hmm. And that was surprising. Especially, you know, she did, they did the whole creative album. Like, I, I'm, I'm a little confused by that. <laughs> and yeah. then, uh, then, uh, Jennifer Lopez didn't get any, uh, Oscar nods for her 
film, Hustlers? Yeah, you know, uh, me and my daughter went to go see Hustlers, mm-hmm. and the cast was cool. I like the characters, right? The story, if, if this makes sense, the storyline was cool, but it wasn't a lot. It wasn't a whole lot of action. You know what I'm saying? It was missing. Right. I don't know. It was, it was missing something. But the storyline was cool, you know. But it was kind of it was kind of slow. Right. It needed to be more action. I mean, I was like, "Dang, what? They did all that, whatnot." But it was just, I don't know. Something was missing on that. I I will say that, but for her to be a female, produced it, got it together, got an all female cast, pretty much. Right, right, and the cast was cool. Yes, I think she deserved at least a nomination. Like. They didn't even mention it. Yeah. And that's, that that was, like, bizarre. Mm-hmm. To not get, to have those, those type of numbers, you right. know, come out. Mm-hmm. And then not have any, yeah, any Oscar not. Like, that's crazy. Right. No, she didn't get recognized for a female director or uh, anything. Really? And that's the... Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's just it's just bizarre. Right. Yeah. And then, yeah. um... Who else? Who else didn't get any Oscar nods? I'm trying to think because the list the the list was longer than the actual nominees. I I will say. Mm-hmm. Frozen two. They didn't get any Oscar nods, even though Frozen, mm-hmm. even though the first Frozen, they won two Oscars for best animated film and best song. Hmm. But they didn't get any any Oscar nods at all this time. Wow. So I I was I, I'm still a little baffled. Adam Sandler's new movie didn't get any Oscar nods either. Really? Yeah. You know Adam Sandler. He he's a goat. He 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 been in this thing. Hmm. Wow. So yeah, they were they were not showing a lot of love for the Oscars. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> I don't okay. know what was going on, but uh, yeah, no, and and then it was said that you know the that will affect you know the ratings as far as the mm. Oscars go because people tune in because some of their favorite people are nominated. Right. You want to see if they win. Right. And, you know, female empowerment is big. And they snubbed a large amount of females. Oh, okay. There are no female directors who got Oscar nominations. 
And I, I don't know how it works. Like, if you can change that, like, if you can add, you know, someone to the nominee ballot, you know, before the show airs or whatever. I don't know how that works, but um, I think if they can do that, they need to do something because, you yeah, know, it's seeming a little, a little biased on some parts. <laughs> I'm just going to say that, and I'm going to leave that there. Right. Because um, I I just want to see how this shakes out. But right. <laughs> for Cooking with Positivity, we are going to interview the lovely Frances Frazier. When we come yes, back, yes. we're going to talk about financial literacy and how to get your financial plan in order for 2020. Absolutely. Sounds good. Much needed. Definitely. <laughs> All right, when we come back. All right. Hey, Cooking with Positivity family. Be sure to tune in on Thursday, where we take it back. We'll break down some of our favorite old school jams, the artists who made them huge, and what they mean to us. With some fun along the ride. Be sure to join us right here on Cooking with Positivity. Are you looking to expand your gift-giving ideas? Well, you should check out Tipsy Chicks. They have fun and stylish drink accessories and tipsy tags that will turn a mundane life into a party wherever you go. Whether you are going on a camping trip, you can bring your folding chairs and your easily accessible folding flask, or you can start the party while you're waiting in line to get into your favorite hotspot. Be sure to stop by Tipsy Chicks, that's T-I-P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-S dot com today and grab a gift that keeps on giving. We have just celebrated the new year, so that means Valentine's Day is not far off. Be one of the first to grab a Valentine's gift basket with everything set up for a perfect dinner for two. Stop by ZakiaMcCoy.com or head over to ZRZ Catering and grab your basket today. Hello? Oh, I didn't hear you. Hello? Hello? Yes, hi, how are you? I'm well, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. Now, do you prefer Miss Francis, Miss Frazier? Um, you can just call me Francis. Hey, Francis, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Okay, I am the CEO of Serenity Financials, LLC. 
Um, we do tax preparation, credit restoration, um, have a host of financial literacy packages that we offer our clients. Um, I have been an accountant for almost 20 years now, and I have always wanted to be an entrepreneur, and I decided to take the leap of faith and jump into it um, because working for corporations and retail tax offices, I realized how ignorant we were in regard to money money management and just financial literacy, period. So I wanted to build something of my own um, to help educate people and especially um, the African-American culture just kind of grow within itself um, when you know better, you do better, right? Exactly. Now, can you uh, tell us what are three things that people get wrong about financial literacy and financial responsibility? Well, the first thing is just understanding how to use credit and how important it is um, for life, period. Um, Second would be that tax returns aren't just about getting the biggest refund. Um, You actually can get substantial savings through knowing how to minimize your tax liability. Um, And a lot of people just don't want to pay taxes, but they don't understand the benefits of it and what you can do with those savings. Um, And I would say the third thing is just the mindset of money, period. Because a lot of times we get money and we blow it on um, superficial things and just not being forward thinking of how we can create, you know, um, stability for our families and generational wealth. Yes. Definitely want to talk a little bit more about uh, generational wealth. But before we jump too far ahead off the topic, because it is tax season, what is some advice you can give those who want to create something and build something and not just get the biggest refund this year? Um. So I would say have the mindset to own something, create a business. Think about something that you're good at or a hobby that you have that you can make money from, that you can help people um, through, and I I would start there. Um, For example, that's one thing that I did. I was already – I have my degrees in accounting. I was already working as an accountant. Um, but my friends actually helped me realize, hey, you have the skill to be able to step out and do this on your own. So rather than sitting back and complaining about these companies not stepping up and helping people through what they offer, I can do it myself. Um, so I would just start there because it's better to build something for yourself and create something for yourself that you can pass down and build a legacy than to work for someone else's and to build theirs. Right. That's right. That's right. I agree. Now, what what is one of the things that uh, people get confused about generational wealth? Because I hear that term a lot, and I've researched and, you know, gotten down to the nitty-gritty of what it actually is. 
So can you explain to those who don't even know what it is other than hearing celebrities talk about it? So from my perception, when I think about generational wealth, I'm thinking about what am I leaving behind for my family when I leave this earth? So we can look at other cultures. They leave land, property, you know, money, businesses. Um, I'm African-American, so I can speak a lot about African-American culture. Um, we, a lot of times, don't leave anything but debt. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 You know, it's so funny because I, um, a friend of mine, well, we used to work together. Um, I've been knowing we were having this exact conversation about, uh, you know, um, what we as a culture leave our families behind, you know, and um, it's just unfortunate that um, we're not educated, um, you know, and also uh, a lot of us don't want to sit down and listen and be educated. It's, right. I feel like it's so very, very important. You know, my mom, she, she was, um, still is. I mean, she pays her all her bills all time. Has A1 credit. Okay. But I promise you, and I love her to life, but she never sat me down and said, Hey, listen, listen how important this is. Look how important, you know, uh, you paying your bills on time. Yeah. Look how important it is not to bounce any checks. Look how important it is to have, um, uh, a good credit. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Literally, um, even though my credit is jacked up, yeah, <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm work. I'm working on it, and I I got approved for some things. You understand what I'm saying? Just by me doing a little work. However, I sat my girls down, and I taught them how to write a check. I told them the importance on, on um, how to balance your checkbook. I shared with them how important it is to have you know uh, good credit. You know. Um, and a lot of us just don't do that. And, and of course, and some families have dropped the ball, but guess what? If we, if our parents drop the ball and our parents' parents drop the ball, we need to pick up the ball and, and, and share with our children how important. Yes. And you were talking about credit. That is one of my biggest, uh, issues that I have in this world because my mother she didn't know much about credit Mm -hmm. so she in turn didn't teach me about credit and I'll never forget when I got approved for my first credit card per my mother's advice because I said I wasn't going to do a credit card I don't know how credit cards work I don't know you know what it is to have a credit card in my name. Mm-hmm. And my mother was like, oh, you just get it, and then you just pay it off. So can you mm-hmm. talk to us, Francis, about some of the pitfalls when it comes to getting a credit card and then some of the benefits it is to having a credit card? So one of the things that we do wrong when we first get a credit card is charge, 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 max it out, and then you struggle to pay that balance back and interest compounds. So whenever you use a credit card, Mm -hmm. the first rule of thumb is to always keep your usage 
at a 30% threshold of whatever that credit limit is. So if you have mm-hmm. a car and the credit limit is $500, don't charge more than $150 at a time and pay that balance off within a 30-day cycle. So that way you're saving yourself on interest right there because when you don't pay that balance in 30 days, they're going to charge interest. And the longer it takes you to pay mm-hmm. that back, the more interest compounds on top of each other. And that's how we get ourselves into those holes. Credit is good because everyone bases things off credit. When you go to buy a car, what they want to do, run your credit. When you go buy a house, right. they run your credit. Yeah. A lot of times, jobs run your credit. Yeah. Um, so it's good to establish credit, but keep it in good standing. The jobs are running your credit? Yes, they are. Yeah, there are jobs <laughs> that look at, at your credit report. <laughs> What you say? Well, you know what? I've been on my job. I've, I've been on my job, my same job for 20 years, so I'm out of the loop. They run your credit? Yes, they do. Yes, they <laughs> And if oh your credit goodness. don't look good, they're not That's for sure. Oh, my word. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, I better, I, look, listen, I'm here until I, 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 I open up my uh, brief book tell you <laughs> <laughs> they run your credit okay they do and that that was one yeah. of the hard lessons I had to learn because I applied for a job I'm not gonna say the company's name but they ran my credit and they told me that's why I didn't get the job they said yeah, my resume and work ethic was phenomenal but my credit was not so they were not gonna be hiring me well, let me ask you this. The only, the only job that I, I heard that did run your credit is if, if you're applying to be a collection agent. Was it a collection agent job? Or it did, did they just run your credit no, on, on they, different types of jobs? They just ran my credit. It, it, I don't know if that's how it works. Francis, well, it wasn't a collection agency. No, it wasn't a collection agency. I wasn't going to okay. be dealing with people's money. At all. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, so I well, was no. earlier on in my career, I worked for, I worked in collections, and those employers never ran my credit. So um, it just varies on, okay. I guess, the company mm-hmm. and, and their culture that they built and their values and how they want right. to qualify hiring the people that they yeah. want to hire. Well, yeah, I had, I had applied for, um, I had applied for a, a a job with um a collection agency and um somebody told me about the job and they said, Well girl, they run your credit and, and your credit gotta be decent in order for you to get hired because you're dealing with collections. You know. I said, Ooh, well, oh, okay. And that's how I heard <laughs> about that. But my goodness, you know, how how fair is that that you you're out there trying to get a job, trying to make a living to take care of your you, you and your family. Right. And they have the audacity to say, oh, well, your credit ain't no good. I mean, I need a job so I can get a paycheck so I can better myself and, and, and pay some bills. And you, you know what I mean? You know what I'm going right. with this? Well, that's yep, just that's like true. going back to what Francis was saying, how important credit is. Because you need a place yeah. to live, too. And if you can't get into certain apartments, you end up living wherever you can because your credit is not that good. That's why education 
is very important as far as credit. Because I know in my household, we didn't even talk about money unless a bill came. Right. And my mother would say, I have to pay this bill so we can't do X, Y, and Z. Because the bills have to be paid. That was the only type of money conversation that was had. My mother didn't teach me how to uh, write a check. I learned that in school. But mine's either. As far as balancing a checkbook and, you know, having a credit card, these are all things I've learned by taking the hits, (laughs) by taking the financial hits and the blows. With growing up, they didn't even teach us how to uh, write a check in school. When I was when I was going to school, they didn't teach us how to write a check. You know, I think that 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 needs to be one of the, uh, you know, there needs to be some classes to show some children how to, you know, how to write checks and how to balance checkbooks. I mean, those are the 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 skills and things, some of the skills and things that we need in life. You know, yeah. um, we should have been taught more life skills and all yeah. this stuff that <laughs> teach us in school. You understand what I'm saying? Because a lot of it is it, we're not going to apply it to uh, everyday living. Okay. Right. So I said, how does algebra, where, where I'm going to use that at in everyday living? Not I'm unless you want to be a scientist. Hey, baby, Look, I feel you, baby. I feel you. You know, my daughter, she was. But you know what? I, I wish that I had a, you know, just been a, just sat on down and learned that thing because, hey, that gets you a pay raise if you know multiple languages on jobs. That part, yeah, right, definitely. You know, yeah. Everybody wants you to be bilingual. I lost the um, exactly. a, a telephone, a telephone job because I didn't speak enough Spanish and I didn't speak French. Mm. Mm. And I was like, oh, wow. well, I, yeah, I thought, I thought Spanish was the language to learn. I yeah. thought, okay, if I can read a, a script in Spanish, which I can, right. I can read it. Right. Like you would think I've been yeah. speaking Spanish all my life, but when wow. we got to the French script, I was like, what is this? Cause I, <laughs> wow. And French is a beautiful language. It sounds so good. My coworker, he speaks several languages, and I said, but, and it was so funny because yesterday um, he was saying something in uh, French, and I said, "Boy, that sounds too doggone sexy." Now you better cut that out. <laughs> you better, you better cut it out, okay? Um, Please yeah. cut it out because that thing. Well, we, you know what? Growing up, we went. We, um, me and my my sister girls. Uh, Zakia, we were talking about, you know, you know, our sister girls that we grew up with. Yeah. Not, and we were, we were at the Sizzler. I don't know if you guys had to have the Sizzler there. They're, they're shut down here. Um, but we were at the Sizzler and it was a, um, it was a, a soccer tournament with, um, different police departments. And these guys came over to our table. They were from New York. Okay. And they were, and they were police officers and they, and they asked us and said, Hey, um, hi, you introduced themselves and whatnot. We're here for the, for the soccer tournament and whatnot and so forth. Oh, okay. And we're police officers. All right. Um, would you ladies be willing to, um, show us around San Francisco, um, tonight? And we were like, sure. They paid for our cab to come to their hotel. Um, 
we we got in the, the, the cab and whatnot. It was, you know, one of the types, you know, and had a ball. And the one that I was hanging out with, girl, I was boy. <laughs> <laughs> but we had so much fun. But them brothers spoke French and Spanish and things. And uh, the French is a beautiful thing. And see, these are things that people don't know when they go out into the workforce. They don't know how important speaking another language is. They don't know how important it is to have okay credit. Because the jobs that check your credit, you can have okay credit and still get the job. It just depends on what that company is looking for. Now, uh, Francis, can you tell us some ways that people can better their credit? Sure. So um, first off is make sure that you look at your credit once or twice a year um, to just go over it and make sure there aren't any things reported on there inaccurately because if they are, you have by law the right to dispute them and have them removed. Oh, yes. I dispute. I love that button. But I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, make right, sure right. You, <laughs> make sure that you pay your bills on time. Um, even if, let's say, you're delinquent on some things right now, six months of on-time payment can make a big difference in your credit score. Um, okay. Again, Making sure that on your loans and on your credit cards, you keep those balances within 30% of those limits and that you're, you're paying them timely. Um, mm-hmm. And even if, um, oh, even for renters, you can ha- you mm-hmm. can now report like your utility bills, your rental history, those things, as long as they were timely and in good standing, can help also. Um, How do you get those reports, the utility bills and your rent? So I know on, um, you can report them directly to the credit bureau. So like if you go into Experian, you can create an account and they have something on there um, called Boost Your Credit. And that's where you can report your utility bills. Really? Mm -hmm. Huh? Yeah, so you can self-report them. Oh, okay. You can reach out to, can reach out to someone like me, and I'll do it for you. So <laughs> I see. You okay. are. That's cool. <laughs> now, with you being so, the oh, go ahead, Lisa. I'm sorry. And so, um, if if somebody wanted to do that, if they wanted um, uh, a, a you know a company such as yourself to do that, what will be the uh, financial investment? For that service? So my services for credit repair are $89 a month, but you don't just receive credit repair. You also receive credit monitoring every month, identity protection, um, because there's so much identity theft in different ways now. People are getting a hold of your information without you even knowing until it's too late. Um, And then with our package, we also throw in, there's um, a budgeting tool so like you can enter in all of your monthly expenses and your income and make sure that you are strategically planning on how to you know pay things off from month to month and stick within a budget and try to save something um sometimes i have clients 
where we sit down and do a consultation and evaluate their situation. Um, and it just may be sometimes someone may have to get a second job or we may have to, hey, call your insurance company and tell them that this bill is just really too high. What can they do? Sometimes you can get another quote and then mm-hmm. depending on how long you've been a customer, they'll honor that quote and lower your bill. You know, just different little things like that on how to save um, mm-hmm. on what you're paying out every month. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Good, good, good information. Yeah, definitely good information to put you on track, you know. Right. Okay, well, I have to implement yeah. a couple of more things. I'm certainly interested in uh, going in and, uh, you know, adding my utility bills or whatever have you because, I mean, that's a that's a good thing, you know. And now, um, um, how does that, the, the points... How, how, how does it, what am I trying to say? How, how did, the, the, does the point system work? I mean, okay, so if I pay my utility bills um, on time for the next three months, um, how how many points would my credit score go up? So um, I can't give you a direct answer on how many points it'll go up because the credit bureaus have their own calculation system, and they look at a number okay. of factors when they calculate your score. So it's how long you had uh-huh. the credit, um, are you paying it on time every month, the amount. So there's different pieces in that puzzle. Okay. Um, okay. And I don't know the, the science to all of that yet. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, fair enough. Uh, right fair now, enough. Uh, with you being an entrepreneur, are you in the line of business credit? Do you dabble in that? Can you speak on that a little bit? Um, I am not in the line of business credit yet. I've been focusing on individuals. Um, I I do know from being an entrepreneur. When you are starting to try to establish a business credit, they still consider your personal credit. So to me, it's important to make sure that you as an individual have your credit in line first because you're the collateral for that business. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, yes. Now, Francis, do you cook at all? Oh, what? I am from the South. Yes, I cook. Okay. L- listen, I- I've met some people from the South. I'm in Virginia myself, and I've met some people from South Carolina, North Carolina. And, um, no, they're not. They're not. They're not. We're not going to get into that. This is what? Positivity. Now, never, We're not going to do I that. Never, <laughs> I never heard of such a thing. You know, I tell you, I, you know what? I give, I give sisters from the South you know, five cool points because there's a difference between a city girl like myself that is that's born and raised in San Francisco, California, and uh, uh, a sister that was born in in Ethel, Mississippi. Now, I used to work with a girl, a young lady that lived in uh, Ethel, Mississippi. That child cooked some food that make you want to slap your mama, mama's mom. But see, that, I think that that's girl, a misconception. Uh, Look, I think that's a misconception. Really? I'm, I'm, oh a, I'm a city girl. I'm a New Yorker. 
from my okay. heart to my toes. Like, I, but I can throw down. <laughs> and like I just said, I've met some Southern women. God bless their soul. They can burn water. So we're not going to travel down that road. We're not going to do that. That's a, that's a conversation for another time. <laughs> but for instance, what is your favorite meal to cook or your favorite dish? <laughs> oh my gosh, my favorite dish. So I don't know. I have so many. It's so my kids would tell you it'll be something involving chicken. Okay. So um, yeah, me too. I love chicken. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just so many different ways you can cook chicken. I'm gonna this say though. <laughs> I'm gonna say I don't I don't know what my favorite is. I just get in there and do it. But I think one of the best things that my children like, um, they always like pork neck bones. Okay. Um they like serious about it. Pork neck bones. Yeah. (laughs) Fried cabbage. Yes. I love cabbage. I love me some fried cabbage. Yeah, um, and then I make a mean shepherd pie. Oh yes, mm. I just made that last one. Yeah. Okay. And of course, they love my cornbread, so they can eat that as a meal by itself. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> my mouth is watering. You know what? That's what I'm getting ready to cook. I'm getting ready. You didn't got me started. I'm gonna fry some cabbage, fry some chicken, and make make some good old cornbread. There we go. See, there it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. Now, what are you working on now, Francis? Can the people expect from you, look forward from you in this near future? So right now I am focusing on um, the credit and the financial literacy piece. In the near future, I'm trying to figure out how to incorporate a program to help people buy their first home or second home or whatever um, because there are programs that give free money. Um, So I'm trying to find those to see if I can build some type of partnership Um, and just like, you know, lift people up a little bit and get them in different situations so that, you know, you hear on the news a lot of times, a lot of the spending power comes from the African-American um, culture, yes. but I just want to see us do smarter and better things with our money. Exactly. We don't have to give it all to Gucci and Louis Vuitton. Oh, no, definitely. Talk Listen. about it. Talk about <laughs> it. Why, Talk why about it. We got a house full of kids and we feed yeah. them ramen noodles, but we look nice. Um, yes, we need yeah. to do something yeah. else, <laughs> something different. <laughs> Well, see, I will Absolutely. sacrifice my Absolutely. sacrifice my looks, my hair, as long as my kids are good and we are financially stable. I will definitely Absolutely. sacrifice all of that. And one other thing, you you touched on it earlier. I want to figure out a way to get inside the school system because right. I put everything that we talked about tonight back on education. Like when you guys were talking yes. about foreign languages, you think about other cultures that have to learn English. Yep. They don't wait until yes. they're in the 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th grade to start teaching it to them. They're learning it at 3 and 4 years old. Right. So, right. 
from the age right. of three to what seven kids absorb mm-hmm. the most information. So why aren't we teaching them those life skills then? Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, I have a I have a girlfriend. Her her daughter um, was speaking um, fluent Spanish at uh, she was like five years old, five six six yep. years old. Yep. And now she has a great job. You know, um, she's a social worker. Um, and you know, she, she got that plug, you that extra that extra dough because she speaks uh, fluent Spanish. Oh, she bilingual, you know. right? Yeah, she yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, so yeah, definitely, definitely. And see, yeah, so I just so. overall want to see us. Um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. No, you're fine. Um, I just overall want to see us come out of the bondage that we keep ourselves in. Right. Yes. You know, I want to find other entrepreneurs that will join that journey with me because if we band together, it can just be much more powerful. Definitely. Absolutely. I I totally agree. I totally, totally agree. We we need to get we need to get out of that mindset of um uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh individualism. Oh yeah. You know? Right. You know, we need we need to get out of that. It's, it's we we always thinking about ourselves, our stuff, our family. Yeah, but we all are family. Do you know other cultures? They stick together. Period. Yes, they do. Right. They work together. Period. Is it? Where is it to where? Okay. We 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 like my community. Okay, I'm I'm in Oakland now. I was born and raised in San Francisco. San Francisco has a Chinatown. Mm-hmm. In Chinatown, you can go somewhere where you can buy Filipino foods and stuff like that. I mean, every other culture has their town. Where yep. is uh, Chocolate City? Where is Black Town? Or where is African American Town? To where we don't have to live, we don't have to leave out of our community to do business. Yeah, right. We have our businesses are right there in our community, but instead in our community, we see other other. Um, Ethnic backgrounds doing business and we're, and, and have, that have businesses and we're giving them our money. Right. When are we going to pull together and, 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 and develop and create our own communities? Absolutely. To where we don't have to leave a body. If we want to, you know, um, just for example, um, on social media, they have the online beauty supply stores. I hear the poorest. Ex- now, this is an opportunity for you to become an affiliate. The industry, unfortunately, is, is sad that we don't, you know, and, and, and they make it millions, billions, trillions off of our uh, hair care, yep. you know. And th- so somebody came up with the, the concept, okay, they want to make more money off of us because we don't own it, but I'm glad to see that there's a lot of sisters that jumped on board to get these online beauty supply stores because at least they're going to make some funds. At least, at least when they go on, on their, 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 their hair care products and their, um, bundles and things like that, at least they're going to get a commission on their own sales, you know. Yes. But I hear I the poor excuses here. <laughs> I see a lot. I, 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 I've heard the poorest excuses about why they don't want to order online. Really? And that, and that's a problem for me. 
that that is a problem. You mean to tell me you you rather get in your car and drive five miles or whatever have you, or two miles to 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 a, a, a beauty supply store that's a person that looks like you, okay, and spend your money, but you got a sister that has an online beauty supply store that you have so many excuses for why you can't order, and then you're going to say that uh I got to pay shipping. Well, you're burning your gas. Right. <laughs> you're burning your gas. Come on. And I, I feel like it's the, lack, it's the lack of information. Now, you see how you just shared that with us about the mm-hmm. online beauty supply store? You know, yes. you're the first person that's ever shared that type of information. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because okay. we lack the shared information. That's why I'm glad Francis joined us tonight mm-hmm. and shared this mm-hmm. information because. Yes, absolutely. There is a lack of information being shared. And if I have a mm-hmm. platform and if it's, if it's not beneficial to me, this is how most people think. If it's not beneficial to me, I'm not going to give you that information mm-hmm. or you may try to get ahead of me. If I give you this information, and it should not be like that. Exactly. Right. We, we, we definitely need to come out of that. You know what? Every People people actually get sick of me because everything that I – all the information that I get, I share it. You know, it's not about a sale, you know. But listen, if I can become an affiliate, if I can become a part of a program – to where I am going to purchase my uh, products and services at a discount, not not necessarily looking for them, you know. But if I can't, if, look, if somebody gives me the opportunity and say, "Hey, look, you can get get this on discount or whatever have you," because you're an affiliate or you're a consultant or whatever have you, I'm all on board. Do you know that is how live? They don't pay, pay full price for all of their uh, goods, and they don't. And that's, that's how they live why, so well. That's why we need to open up the conversations, have the conversations. Mm-hmm. Education mm-hmm. is definitely needed when it comes to financial stability, when it comes to history, mm-hmm. because if you don't know where you came from, you don't know where you're going. And if you don't have the knowledge to make it, exactly. you're going to mm-hmm. fail. You're already failing. So. Exactly. I think it's phenomenal, Francis, that you are trying to get into the school and yeah, create yeah. these programs because I learned how to write a check at three. Mm-hmm. I learned how to write a check at three, and then they mm-hmm. reinforced it when I was in the third grade. But mm-hmm. after that, like the financial, mm-hmm. besides the few word problems that I got on tests and quizzes, we didn't talk mm-hmm. about money. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about credit. We didn't talk about any of this. And I feel like, again, going back to the life skills, this is needed. Because right. at the end of the day, half of the stuff I learned in school, I'm not going to go. In, I'm not going to school to be a scientist. I didn't go to school to be a, a scientist. So why am I in here learning about uh, organisms and when you mix this chemical, this makes this? I really don't care about that. But it's mandatory, like, you have to take it. Exactly. Yeah. 
So I feel like if they're teaching us things that we can't necessarily use once we get out, unless we're going into a specific field, they need to teach us something that we can use all across the board. Yes, 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 yes. And for example, uh, uh, going back to, you know, just um, becoming affiliates and consultants and things like that, I'm, I'm sure that, Francis, you guys also have a business opportunity and that it has its perks and things like that. Is that true? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I, um, this is another thing that I want to do with my company because I understand the single mom life. Mm-hmm. I would like to um, open up to have other teach other single moms who may have a desire to learn how to prepare taxes or to mm-hmm. to you know do this credit business to come and join me. Um, mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. summer, I will be doing an income tax training course. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I will post mm-hmm. that and advertise that. So hopefully um, I can help because it's hard, especially in the child support system is a joke. So I understand oh, that. And, you know, if you have the skills, a lot of times we get down, we get depressed about our situations, and we don't just take a minute to breathe and think through it, use what you have to get what mm-hmm. you need. Um, mm-hmm. So I want to do that. Um, our Yes, we do have um, availability for people to come into the business to be credit consultants, mm-hmm. um, and there are benefits to that. You do earn um, income or bring in business. Um, Mm -hmm. So if anyone wants information about that, they can reach out to me directly. Um, Our services are great. They get results in 30 to 45 days. You will see something move. Um, So Mm -hmm. everyone's situation is different. Um, So some cases they take a little longer to get to where they need to be but it works and it's not just you paying someone money and you're just blind through the whole process we're communicating with you throughout the whole thing you're looking over the letters because you need to put your signature on them and attach your identity verification and email them in directly because the responses Mm -hmm. are going to come back directly to that client right um so Mm -hmm. we make sure that the client is involved every step of the way. So you're getting help and you're learning as well. Now, how long is a training program uh, as far as if you wanted to get into uh, doing the taxes? So it is going to be a um, 10-week course. Uh-huh. Okay. So I will start them in June um, mm-hmm. and probably end them late October, early November. Mm-hmm. Um Okay. So it would be much like the H and R boxing and Jackson Hewitt's do, but I won't take advantage of them. Like um, I'm sorry, I shouldn't even say their names. I won't take advantage <laughs> of them like some of these retail companies do in terms of pay. So what I offer is twenty to thirty percent of the case that you're working on. So whatever that tax prep fee is, that's what you're going to get, depending wow. on the complexity, your um, experience level, so forth. 
And that's what, mm-hmm. what is the criteria in order to uh, gain one of these spots and positions? Good question. Good question. I was going to ask that too. Um, as long as you are able to be coachable and you can comprehend and I mean, you, you learn. So tax code is very complex for everybody. You're never going to know everything because even working from season to season, sometimes we got to take a minute to research something because everything changes constantly, right? Um, yeah. So just the basic things, as long as you can pick that up, um, you'll get the, the principles will be taught to you in the course, but you'll also have like practice scenarios. So we'll do role plays and you'll actually practice processing the returns um so it'll be like fake scenarios as if you had a client right in front of you so that way when you do have someone in front of you you're you know aware and you know what you're doing and once you get into it every year you have to continue that education anyway because the IRS requires us to have a certain amount of hours completed before the tax season um begins so that we can prepare for the next season is it a credit check Mm -hmm. listen you got to check it no. out. <laughs> <laughs> what you say is it a credit check? Okay. Well, is it a credit check? No, I don't care about your credit score because I can help you improve the credit score. So, <laughs> all right. You got to know what 600 is. You okay with me? That's all we need. <laughs> 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 Francis, how can the people get in contact with you? What's your social media handles, <laughs> websites, etc.? My website is www.serenityfinancialsllc.com. I am on Facebook as Serenity Financials. I am on Instagram as Serenity Financials. I am on Twitter as Financials LLC. Mm, Okay. Okay. I will be following you. Fantastic. Please do. And you can also email me at F. Fraser at SerenityFinancialsLLC.com. Awesome. Awesome. I want to thank you for joining us and sharing this great information because it's definitely needed. Absolutely. Absolutely. And once you get up into these school systems, we want to have you back for another interview so you can tell us how we can educate our kids and get them prepared for this world. Absolutely, yeah. I sure will. I thank you guys for the opportunity. I really enjoyed the conversation. Yes, thanks so much. All right, when we come back, I'm going to leave you guys with a positive note. Are you guys enjoying this episode and want to be a part of the show? Be sure to like, subscribe, favorite, share, and follow us on all social media platforms that involve cooking with positivity. We can be found on Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, and YouTube under Zykea McCoy. Also on Facebook at Zykea McCoy Inc., Cooking with Positivity, the podcast page, as well as Cooking with Positivity listeners and guest connection group. And zykeamccoy.com so make sure you join this positive movement we would love to hear your story
Are you loving what you're hearing and want to hear more? Be sure to check out this amazing, inspiring, and up-and-coming artist and songwriter, Jay Queen. She can be found on Beat Chain, Facebook, and YouTube. Welcome back, guys. I want to thank everybody for listening, and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And make sure you guys tune in tomorrow for Lisa's Throwback Thursday. And I'm going to leave you with this positive note. Break the negative stereotypes and create positive ones. I'm going to say that again. Break the negative stereotypes and create positive ones. If you feel that you're known or your race is known for certain things or your gender is known for certain things, break that negative stereotype and create that positive one. And I hope you guys have a wonderful, positive rest of your day.